Welcome back, everybody. Hi, hey. Hi, Chris. Good to see you again. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. We got a workshop coming up on Friday. That's um, so cool. this Friday. Um, I, I just, I, you know, it's funny because I, I was just talking to one of my coaches, and I, the, um, this is confronting for me. This is I am in the midst of a new space for myself because I have mm-hmm. to, um, my. Coach was my coach was working with us on how to manifest, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and how to manifest what you want. And her version of that, and mm-hmm. you know how she coaches people in that was um, consider that there's a multiverse, mm-hmm. right? Which okay, everything everywhere all at once won the Oscar, so there must be a multiverse. <laughs> yeah, have, have you seen that? I haven't seen it yet. No, I want to. Oh, Chris. But I saw uh, Avengers with Doctor Strange, and I know it's from multiverse. Uh, okay, they're not the same. <laughs> I, um, you will love everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, and uh, but consider as a multiverse, and in and your future, there is a future self. You're, you have a future self that's already achieved what you want. Mm. Mm. you already have what you want. In some version of reality, there is a you that already has it. If I haven't lost, first of all, if you're still listening to this podcast at all, this is, oh, I can't imagine that we've lost you on that sentence. So <laughs> no, because we've already been to the Woo Woo Woods. <laughs> exactly. So we are we have a we have a little village in the Woo Woo Woods. It makes That's the Oregon Country Fair look like a no, yeah, <laughs> right. The village we have in the Woo Woo Woods. That's right. And um, like us, talk about things like this. Exactly. So you have so the 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 exercise was how, that future self comes back to talk to you mm-hmm. and tells you how you did it. Mm. Like what? The, and so the question she asked, I'm just going to refer to my notes from the call. I took a lot of notes. Was what did you stop doing, and what did you start doing? Hmm. Uh, what did you stop believing, and what did you start believing? And hmm. what have you? What did you stop avoiding? Hmm. And then we just journaled on that, right? So this is, and this just happened. So I haven't done a, anything deep about it. But the things that really popped for me was. Um, I had to stop believing that, you know, because I ha- I have never sold a hundred houses in a year. I've never been like a, <laughs> you know, agent and that there are definitely cold spots in my business where from time to time I don't do any, you know, like a month or two at a time yeah. where I don't do deals that 25 deals a year is somehow, you know, inadequate to be a coach for anybody. And, you know, that, yeah. You know, yeah. only only making half a million. That's really not you got to be, you know, why aren't you making a million like that kind of conversation? And that feels so real to me, you know, like, like I said, I just wrote this down. So if I was on the edge of if if belief were a stick, as my wife would say, you know, and one end of the stick is you don't believe it at all. And the other end of the stick is you completely believe it. It's, you know, mm-hmm. what end of the stick you are you on? And on, on that belief that I can't make that contribution, I'm at a nine. Mm-hmm. I totally believe that's a belief that I am. That's like gravity to me right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I talk about it, it gets less. Yep. You know, maybe it's an eight, but it's, you know, and, and, and then what do you have to start believing, you know, and, and, hmm. you know, it's funny because I could, there's a difference between belief and uh, figuring something out. Because hmm. hmm. I could figure out, you know, I've coached tens of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. 
and over the last 30 years, mm-hmm. any number of which would report the unbelievable breakthrough transformative nature of the coaching, right. Of yep. the work that I did like that. I could figure that out that the first belief is stupid, but it doesn't mm-hmm. make me un the, the mm-hmm. logic mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. and the belief are not connected. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like I know I'm standing on a planet. I logically, I know I'm spinning around, you know, the sun at 27,000 miles an hour or whatever it is, but I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm spinning. Right. right. So the right. logic and the belief are unconnected. There's some, definitely something worth exploring there. So that's wow. one thing wow. is I stopped believing that. And then I started to believe, and this is definitely directly connected to what I just said, which is I started believing that I have a unique ability to connect heart and head. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I don't really, I just think that's a really perfect way to say that, that, that somewhere I, and I had, that's like a two or three yeah, for me that yeah. I believe that. I mean, I, you know, again, I, I think that's probably accurate, but I don't believe it. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and then I stopped, what I did was I stopped avoiding and my future self is telling me this. Mm-hmm. I stopped avoiding doing the emotional work. I stopped avoiding doing the emotional work mm-hmm. that would have me release the judgment, shame, embarrassment, mm-hmm. you know, uh, imposter syndrome-ness of it all. And I, because I avoid doing that work, yeah. you know, I avoid doing the heart work. Mm-hmm. I got no problem doing the intellectual work. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can do the intellectual work all fucking day. Yeah. But doing the heart work. And my future self was really clear. This is this like a one hour conversation. I'm like, wow, did that come fast? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you yeah. know, and then when I look at it objectively, again, this is head speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm on this, I'm in this mission with you, mm-hmm. which is as much about heart. It's literally beyond the transaction. I mean, it is fulfilling what your life's purpose is, which is a heart centered mm-hmm. conversation. I'm in another separate coaching course with Jeff Wilmore, the one, you know, he's been a guest on the show and that is mm-hmm. again, bringing love to as the foundation of business, mm-hmm. the training program I wrote level up is, you know, about love. <laughs> and now I'm working with Kelly who's given me all this, but so I've, from a head perspective, I've brought in heart workers to surround me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I, I just, I now am, you know, if I avoided doing this heart work now, it would really be, I'd have to rail against four different constituencies mm-hmm. of which I'm paying either mm-hmm. with time or money or both. Mm-hmm. Uh, to avoid it. So I'm out to, you know, if anyone doubted that these calls were transformational for us. Yeah. Right. They're not, this is, you know, I don't want to say this is my therapy because that the means and doesn't distinguish what therapy is. Um, You can call it spiritual practice. Yeah. This is a practice for me to be self-aware and self-examined and go to work on what I want to work on. So, 
you know, as much as coming out of the closet was a conversation with the woo woo woods, it's connected to coming out of the closet as a heart based uh, human being giving up the embarrassment that I feel coming from a heart space. One of the things that popped up for me as you were sharing was the, what happens with the existing dominant conversation in real estate about transactions, GCI, sales, volume, units, buyers, sellers, that that conversation is very much an intellectually dominated conversation. It's not, and and what I, the other thing I know just from my experience is that there's a lot of heart-centered agents who get into the gravitational pull of GCI, units, volume, sales, buyers, sellers, and have a hard time finding themselves in it. And so we, as heart-centered humans, often find feel like we're imposters. Who am I as an agent, right? Because what's valued in, in real estate is sales, volume, number, unit, and production. And, and we don't, that's not our true north. That's not the cathedral we're, we're building, which by the way, is a nod to the workshop, but the, there is something else that is currency for us. There's something else we're here for, but the industry we're making a living in is dominated by a conversation called production and it doesn't marry the head and the heart it's very much a strategic heady conversation in real estate yeah i you know it's, uh, what came up for me there is you know the well i'd just be interested in you know what it would be like to um release myself from that struggle of heart you know like just you know coming at it from that heart space because you know who does and was also our guest was michael mayor yeah and there's someone who's clearly generating you know a whole life you know a whole that's there's the you know reason no resistance at all to love being the container for his business and what he's up to right and you know has the production results of someone who's not resisting that right you know it's yeah really great right. example of that what that really looks like yeah there is a lot of um freedom in the the uh the so i used i used to have um i've had a, several reiki sessions done for me and they were remote they were quantum reiki type sessions and mm-hmm. What the common feedback was, there was some kink between my head and my my heart and my head. There was a, mm. the image they shared was, it's like a straw going mm. up and then right about here above my heart, it gets kinked to the side and then comes back in. And which is so interesting to me because it was not lost to me that um, I am a hugely big hearted person mm. who had my heart hurt enough yeah. um, over my life that I went to my head. I, I got very, I was very, I'm very well read. I've read a lot of things. I study, I'm, I pick things up quickly intellectually. And I um, used that as a survival mechanism, like understanding things. Um, what it undermined for me was my superpower, which is my mm-hmm. heart. My heart is my yeah. superpower always has been, but I just underplayed it. It sat on the bench for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. One, because it sucks to get hurt. Um, yeah, but two, I, I didn't think it's what people wanted. Right. I mean, you know, it's funny that it sucks to get hurt. I was um, 
I definitely have a spirit, you know, a very specific sort of winning formula mm-hmm. event, you know, when I was eight mm-hmm. that let me know it's not okay for me to cry. Mm-hmm. It's not okay for me to be mm-hmm. sensitive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's that, so I don't go there, you know, and then there is that space of, um, you know, I think I, I think the other piece is Chris, uh, this is really much more of a cathartic podcast, you know, session than we normally do, but maybe it's because I'm moving more into my heart, um, you know, sharing something more, less intellectual and more uh, physical. Uh, I lost the thought. Um, <laughs> that's the second time I lost that thought. It's whatever um, it is, it's cathartic. Yeah. You know, um, what were we just talking? We were talking about, yeah, just uh, getting hurt. And oh, I think I, w- I think there's a lot of energy and wasted uh, uh, effort mm-hmm. in resisting. Mm-hmm. I, it's just such a stupid thing to say out loud because now that I say it, it's like, uh, yes, of course, there's a lot of time wasted in resisting. That's what resisting is. It wastes energy. That's mm-hmm. breaks waste energy. That's what breaks do. That's what resistors literally do they suck Mm -hmm. energy and they resist it so of course resisting doing anything would waste energy it's interesting um Mm -hmm. so my resisting doing that so you know when i look again you know if i just look at my performance Mm -hmm. you know as an agent or my family or any place where and you and i are always in a game you know an infinite game where performance is not capped there's no like top to, okay, well now I'm done with excelling at my performance. Um, You know, there's, I'm interested now in examining how, where my performance could go Mm. if I stopped resisting doing that work. And Mm. it's funny, my, I love this. God damn. My justification for not doing that work Mm is I don't have the time, mm, wow. you know, I, wow. I, you know, I, 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 I got rid of the app. I think I even did it because there was an app that would randomly ring a bell uh-huh. and at that bell, you're meant to just take a breath. <laughs> and it was so fucking annoying. I was like, I don't have time for that <laughs> to just breathe, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's, you know, that's the other piece, Chris, that, uh, you know, the, the uh team i have assembled is screaming at me for to, to do or is inviting me to do i don't think screaming is the right mm-hmm. adjective there mm-hmm. uh inviting me to do is to slow down mm. you know i think we do that work you know we we do that work of slowing yeah. down that's you know yeah when we first introduced the idea of the community for an hour and a half the idea was like are you kidding it was, <laughs> we had those conversations. Yeah. An hour and a half. What? I, what? And now we have a three hour workshop on Friday. Um, but you know, it's, yeah. What did you, I, I just really, what did you stop believe? What did you have to stop believing? And what did you have to start believing? Mm. Really good prompts. Yeah. Those are really in- interesting prompts, you know, that. Yeah. It's just great because that's, you know, I don't know. There's just a lot. 
a lot uh, in that to mind. Interesting too, that if you were going to answer those prompts from headspace versus heart space, how your answers might be different. You know, like if how you went into that exercise was, and you meaning you listening to this, how you went into those prompts, you know, what did you stop doing? And if the way you thought about that was, from smart goals and to-do lists and 80, 20 rules. And you're like, well, uh, what I got to stop doing is, and you know, you really could be with that question from an intellectual space. Yeah. Well, you, I think, I, I yeah. think, I think that's the interesting, the way she created it, because there's things you stopped doing and started doing. Mm-hmm. And then there's things you stopped believing and started believing. So you've got the head space, the doing space. Yeah. And you've got the believing space, which isn't, understanding now you could come at it like belief and understanding are the same in which case you'd miss the boat right because i i know lots of stuff but if i don't believe it i don't do it yeah you know i it's critical that you distinguish belief as that world in which how it feels you know which is the thing wife works with me on all the time about which end of the stick Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you, you know, are you on the end of this? Because right. here's, you know, yeah, uh, you know, that yeah. I have a unique contribution, uh, unique, like this, like just even the word unique, mm-hmm. right? I think that's the part that fucks me up. Yeah. Because really, I know that I have a contribution and I know I have an ability to speak to heart and, and head. I, yeah. I know I have that ability, but unique. Singular, hmm. only one. Hmm. That's what unique means. You know, there's unique is singular is it's unique. There's only one of it. And, uh, and I don't have any problem looking out like Gary Vaynerchuk is unique. I don't have any problem saying that he's got a unique contribution to make. I don't have any problem saying you, Chris, have a unique contribution to make. I don't have any problem looking out in the world and seeing other people with a unique contribution to make, you know, Tony Robbins, Tom Ferry, anyone, just name anyone. And that's unique. But when I look at me, I don't see it as unique. I, I don't, you know, believe that that's a belief. Wow. And, and intellectually zero problem. I know that I'm unique. I, it's just zero problem intellectually understanding mm. I'm unique, mm. but But emotionally, a belief, a feeling, uh, uh, you know, Mm. I don't have that. uh, I don't have that frequency Mm. of Mm. that. I don't resonate at that frequency that this is, in fact, a unique expression. I am. We even had to do we have this conversation about my being one of many. Probably. I I think. In a podcast. Yeah, I, I, I was. Yeah, I. It was a while back, but you know, it was about, uh, is about, um, here we did. Yeah. Clips like crazy. So I'm sure you just, right. I I don't remember. No, no, no. I don't, I haven't thought about this in a while, but but that is really the space, you know, the difference that I'm one of many that, you know, when I go to a listing appointment, I'm like, yeah, you got options. I'm one of many. Like, you know, when I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Cause we were talking about our friend who, yes, who was being successful with something. And yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm just one of many. Um, that's the belief mm. Mm. that's what i believe that's and i can't deny that i don't believe it just because i don't want to believe it or because i have some intellectual understanding that that's not the case 
right? Right. Right. Yep. Um, man, there is a lot of a lot of stuff in that mind to dig. We could do a whole workshop. Well, yeah, and I maybe I, I know because we're getting close to the end here. I just want to maybe add that I this is to me this is why community matters so much because. Oh. You don't. You can't just go to your journal and work that out for yourself. There's not like one journal entry that does that for you. There is yeah. a, and it's not to say you couldn't be a, in a solitary spiritual practice and find those answers. I think in fact that's how the Buddha got you know the peace he got was from his own solitary practice. But but to say that there is something valuable for me as a people oriented person surrounding myself with others who are we're in this inquiry together it reflects something back to me and it, it makes the, it, it no it, one, it makes me know that I'm not alone. Um, but there's something about it that I earn in some ways I'm earning my belief. I'm earning yeah. the thing I believe because I worked for it. I didn't just get the shortcut or the hack or the, the cheap answer. I, I had to figure out, I had to show my work. Here's how I got here. Yeah. Because otherwise I don't know that it's a, a belief and a belief is, um, this is really good. Where do beliefs come from, and and what the what effect mm. does community have on belief? Mm. Yeah, you know where I, I just we don't. I have no idea what that even means yet. But there is something there because mm. you know that trauma that I had when I was eight, getting laughed at at camp, or mm. you know those things happen. In community, that's a function of my responding to my environment. Yep. You know, that my beliefs are a function of what are connected to my environment. They're not independent of my environment. And there may be insights that I get in life, you know, the Buddha under the tree or Warner going over the Golden State Bridge or whatever, Mm. um, that those insights provide a chance to interact with life in a new way, but it's the interacting with life in a new way that grounds that in a reality. Otherwise it's just the Buddha didn't sit under the tree, get enlightened and shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. But he didn't. Yeah. That wasn't the, that wasn't the end of it. It wasn't, this is my insight. That's nice. This is, that's my insight. Now my, Life is for having that make the difference in community that then starts to shape a life. Now, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to pretend to have any insight into the life of Buddha, but as a metaphor, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, well, somehow that conversation that he was after that experience found its way to us. Like if he had not shared it, it wouldn't have spread. It wouldn't, right. it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's what I think is available for us that choose to wrestle with uh, the way it is versus the way it can be and, and, and work to integrate the headspace and the heart space so that it feels like a, an expression and not a, not a grind. So, Great. Cool. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Join us, uh, right. You guys can join us on our workshop on Friday. If if it's past Friday at the time you're listening to this, um, just check the, I'll give you the link here, but check it anyway for the next upcoming workshop. You can yeah. go to repurpose.group forward slash workshop. And um, that's it. Aaron, peace. Peace.